Hey, welcome to this emergency 49ers quality control meeting. In a minute, I will let Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, and Trey Lance into the room, and I will address them directly. Um, and then after that, I will make my prediction for week two, score prediction, who's going to win, and then I will take your calls. So first, I'm going to address the three big, the three biggest people on the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, and Trey Lance individually. Why don't you guys come in? Take a seat in the front, wherever you like. I'm going to address you individually, but I want you all to stay here for, I want you all to, to hear what, what I'm going to say to each of you. So um, let's start with the head coach. Kyle Shanahan, I'm talking to you. You look terrible. No offense. You, you look like you haven't slept all week. And I get it. If I were in your position, I wouldn't be sleeping either. Because you're in a position where you, um, pretty much the whole football world is laughing at you. All your peers, all the other geniuses in the football world that you thought you were a part of are looking at you thinking you're a dork. Uh, apparently, they don't think they don't like Trey Lance, uh, Sean Payton, Mike Martz. They think you're wrong. And it seems like the whole world is trying to force you to go back to the quarterback you don't want, Jimmy Garoppolo. And for, according to your best friend, Chris Sims, there are players on your team who want to go back to uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, which probably is what keeps you up at night. Is that true? If so, what do I do? Do I go against the will of my players? You know what you do? You win this week, Kyle. You beat the Seahawks. You end this conversation right now. So, And you know that. You know this is a must-win game. If you lose, you might have to bench the quarterback that you want to play and pull the plug on the project that you know you need to see through. You, so, so, so you're upset. Get it. How are you going to win this game, Kyle? Well, that's why you're here. I'm going to help you. I'm going to tell you. You have to find a running back that's going to take over this game. If you don't, you're going to lose. You know it. This team is not built to drop back and beat anyone at this point. you got to run the ball. And you can't have Trey Lance being your uh, leading rusher. It can't be Debo. It's got to be a running back. If you had Elijah Mitchell, you would have won last week. If you had Elijah Mitchell, you would win this week. It would be easy. You give him 20 carries. That's that. Game over. But you don't. So what are you going to do, Kyle? Here's what you can't do. Give 20 carries to Jeff Wilson Jr. and live and die by his result. He might be good enough. He might not. But you can't just give him all the carries and feud to Debo and then lose and then come to the podium afterward and tell the press, well, you know, that's the only running back I trusted. Can't happen. So what your job is, Kyle, is to uh, rotate your running backs early. You have to find the hot hand in the first quarter. Not the second quarter, not the third quarter, the first quarter. So whoever you want to start, I don't care. If that person's good, stick with them. If not, try someone else. If Jeff Wilson Jr. isn't getting it done, try Jordan Mason. If Jordan Mason isn't getting it done, try Davis Price. Try Ty Davis Price. If he ain't getting it done, try Marlon Mack. And if none of those four guys can get it done, you're going to lose. And you probably should have drafted someone other than Ty Davis Price in round three. It's on you, man. You got four running backs. Find one that works. One of them has to be good. I'm thinking it's Jordan Mason. Find him. If you don't find him, you're going to lose. And then everyone's going to blame your quarterback, and you're going to have to go back to Jimmy Garoppolo, and you're going to have a miserable year. And you're not going to win the Super Bowl. So that's the first thing. Second thing, I mean, honestly, if, if you just find the right running back, you'll win. Simple as that. But there's a couple more things you need to do along the way. One, stop using Trey Lance as your short yardage back. Stop that. I mean, I get it if you're at the goal line, get that touchdown, baby. But third and two, midfield, 
quarterback power. You call that a bunch just so he could run, get three. He got the first down. Run, get three yards, and get tackled by three linebackers. Do we really need to weigh the risk-reward right here, Kyle? You're going to run Trey into the ground and get him hurt for a three-yard gain at midfield? You, you can't get that first down any other way? You can't figure out another way to get two yards? You're smart, right? I thought you're the best. You don't have to do that. And frankly, it's stupid. You're not stupid. That's stupid. Trey Lance is not your short yardage back. I thought that's why you drafted Ty Davis Price in the third round to get two yards. No one can get two yards other than your quarterback. That's stupid. If he gets hurt picking up a first down on a called quarterback power, that's your fault. That's your quarterback. I mean, you already got RG3 hurt. And he was just scrambling around. So you can sort of like say, that wasn't my fault. If he gets hurt running quarterback power, that's your fault. Stop that. That is not essential to winning and losing. There's other ways you can find two yards. Also, last thing, I haven't even talked about throwing yet. All I'm saying with Lance is play to his freaking strengths. Because, look, what you've established is you really don't know how to call a game for Lance yet. You're trying to figure that out. You know how to call it for Jimmy. You are great at playing to his strengths and limiting his weaknesses. Unfortunately, you can't do that all the way to a Super Bowl victory. You can do it in the regular season pretty well. You have a lot of experience at it. You're good at it. But it ultimately doesn't lead to a championship. You got to figure it out with Trey. You could have figured it out last year, but you didn't. So now you're trying to figure it out now. You did a good job with your uh, game plan week one. But what I want to tell you is repeat plays that work, please. You do it in the run game. If you have a, pl a play or a concept in the run game that works, you go back to it until it doesn't work. But in the pass game, you might call it twice, maybe once, and then you'll go. You just, it's like you never repeat successful passes. You had one. Play action deep over to Brandon Ayuk. Then you did it again to Ray Ray McLeod. Never did it again. T twice. The two best plays of the game. You couldn't find a third opportunity to call that play. You have to. Because right now, there's not a whole lot that you're comfortable with calling for Trey Lance. Because you haven't worked with him very much. So the stuff that works, do that. Don't just all of a sudden be like, you know what? I'm going back to my system. The stuff I normally call. Because that's lazy. And that's going to lead to forced passes over the middle, interceptions, quarters like the fourth quarter. Don't do that. Stick with what works for Lance. Don't give him a bunch of stuff that he hasn't proven he can do well yet. Don't let him lose the game. If you stick with the stuff that he's showing he can do well, he won't lose the game for you. That's all I got to say for you, Kyle. You better win this game. I think you can. But I think you also know it's going to be a low-scoring game and something fluky could happen. It's going to be raining. So you got to be on it. You got to be at your very best, Kyle. And you weren't last week. Your team was in preseason mode. You were in preseason mode. Now you're in must-win mode. And you've won four straight week twos. I, I have confidence that you're going to win this, but not by much. I mean, I don't even know if George Kittle's going to play. Do you? Kyle, blink twice if George Kittle's going to play. Blink. All right, fair enough. Okay, I'm done with you, Kyle. But I want you to stay. I'm going to talk to John Lynch next, and I'm, it's just going to be me and him. But I want you to listen because this is your team too. This applies to you. I'm trying to coach that coach. Feel me? Hold on, one more, one more. One more, one more, one more. Irfan says Jason LeCanfer said that Jimmy would start week three if Trey lost tomorrow. Jason LeCanfer has no idea what he's talking about. Uh, Niner by Nature says, I have you watched Jesse interview with JT. If so, do you agree with JT regarding Jimmy isn't it and we can win a championship with Trey this year? Yes, I do agree with that. That was a great interview. Nathan Flores says, 
with uh, Jamal now out for the season, Kyle should take full advantage of him not being there. Yep. All right, back to quality control meeting. Hold on. Make sure my internet's good. John Lynch, I'm talking to you. You need to trade Jimmy Garoppolo right now. You need to trade him as soon as possible. You can't do it soon enough. I know I've flip-flopped on this issue a lot. When this offseason started, I said he can't be on this team. When you renegotiated his contract, i.e. cut his, uh, cut his contract, cut his pay, and brought him back as a backup, I said, okay, I'm open-minded. Good to have a good backup. It's a net negative, and you know it. This is a circus, it's a, and you created it. This is no way to develop a young quarterback. And you know it. Because, first of all, you saw he lost one game in the rain, and the whole world came down on him and said he's terrible, needs to be benched, former coaches, media guys. I mean, he was bench Trey Lance was the number one topic of uh, conversation in the sports world. And I, I know you're going to say, oh, that's just noise. We don't listen to the noise. Uh-huh. That's oh, sure. Sure you don't, John. But what's most important is the noise inside your locker room. And you know that's real. You know that as long as Jimmy Garoppolo is on this team, all these players that went to the Super Bowl with him, that love him, that say they love him, that's their brother, every time Trey misses a throw, every time Trey's voice cracks in the huddle, every time they lose, you got to know that a significant portion of your locker room is going to look at Jimmy like, why isn't he playing? Going to look at Kyle like, what are you doing? Going to look at you like, what are you doing? And so that means your team isn't 100% behind your quarterback. And that means your team is dysfunctional. Frankly, it means you don't have a team. If your team is split, you don't have a team. If your team isn't 100% behind its quarterback, you're not going to win. You lost week one to the Bears who didn't beat themselves. They're behind their quarterback. Now you got to face the Seahawks. They suck. Just like the Bears suck. But you know what? They're behind their quarterback. The Seahawks, who suck, are coming into this game confident. You know why? Because your team isn't behind your quarterback. You know what they're saying in Seattle? Most likely they're saying, it's a great time to face the Niners. Oh, my God. This is great. They don't believe in their quarterback. They're fragile. All we got to do is get a lead on them early, and they'll fold. They don't believe in themselves. They don't know that they can win with Trey. They want to go back to Jimmy. They're looking for an excuse to go back to Jimmy. Let's give them that excuse. You kidding? You're weak right now. You look weak. Teams want to face you. All because you created a ridiculous situation where Trey Lance has to look over his shoulder every, every day. He has to be perfect. He's not going to be perfect. And even if he is perfect, perfect wouldn't be good enough for a lot of the people on your own team. And if he loses week two, how is your team going to react if Jimmy's still here? If he loses to the Seahawks, how many people on your team are going to come to you privately in your office and say, John, what are we doing? Why are we not playing Jimmy? I want Jimmy. How many? Is that good? Is that the recipe for a Super Bowl? Is that the best way to make sure Trey Lance becomes the next Josh Allen? You spent three first round picks on Trey Lance. You really want to pull the plug this quickly? Because you got Jimmy here. Let's, let's back up. When you, frankly, you should have got rid of Jimmy as soon as you kept, as soon as you brought in Trey. But you said, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's gonna, we're going to work it out. You said, you know, it worked for Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers right? It can work. So let's look at that situation. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers sat for three years, but when the Packers decided it was time for Rodgers, go back. That was 2008. In 2007, the Packers were 
13 and three with Brett Favre. They went to the playoffs. They won a playoff game. And then they decided, you know what? Rodgers is ready. Even though we got a Super Bowl roster, Super Bowl team, but Rodgers is ready. We're going to go to Rodgers. So um, Favre retired that offseason. Then he unretired and f- said he felt pressured by the Packers to retire, came back to the team, and the Packers were like, we don't want you. We made the decision to go with Rodgers, and now we're all in. We're not going to bring you back, and you can be the backup or compete. Now you're out. So what did they do? They traded one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, who was still good, coming off a great season, for a conditional fourth. Moved on. Gone. And you know what they did in 2008, the Packers? They went 6-10. and 10, Missed the playoffs. Can you imagine if they had gone 6-10 and 10 with Rodgers on the team? I, I, with, with Favre on the team. Excuse me. Can you imagine if he was lurking and they're losing? I mean, f- f- uh, Rodgers in his fourth career start, week four, at Tampa, loses by nine, 30-21, goes 14-27. That's 51% completion percentage. For 165 yards, two touchdowns, three picks, and a quarterback rating of 55. Can you imagine if Brett Favre was still on the team? He would have been starting week five. Probably wouldn't have given the, the job back. And the, and the Packers never would, have, never would have known what they had in Aaron Rodgers. He might have left and been the greatest quarterback somewhere else. So actually, just committing to Rodgers, making a decision and sticking with it, was the best thing the, the Packers have ever done other than hire Vince Lombardi. Smartest decision they ever made other than hire Vince Lombardi. Went 6-10. and 10. No one was crying about it. The next year, they were great. And then a couple years later, they won the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. So this is what you got to do. You can't show me a situation where a quarterback was successfully developed where the previous quarterback stuck around and the whole team wanted him to be the, like, the previous captain, guy who'd been a starter for five years. You can't keep him around. I was, op- I was open-minded, but it's clearly a net negative. You can't let this happen. You got to trade him. If the Packers traded Brett Favre for a conditional fourth, trade Jimmy for a conditional whatever. Take your day three pick and move on. Move on. You know who was the Packers' uh, backup quarterback in 2008? Matt Flynn. He was a rookie. He was seventh-round pick. That's, you know, Brock Purdy's good enough. Is he as good as Jimmy? No. Is he a good enough backup quarterback? Yes. If you go 6-11 and 11 this year, is it the end of the world? Not if you're good next year. Not if Trey Lance becomes the next Aaron Rodgers. And he's never going to get that opportunity if, if Jimmy's here and you bench him. So Jimmy's got to go, John. You got to take the loss on this one. The Packers did it with freaking, if they can trade a Hall of Fame quarterback for a conditional fourth, you can trade Jimmy for a conditional freaking fifth or sixth or seventh. Who cares? What you got to do is get your team behind Trey Lance or else he's going to fail. You're setting him up for failure and you know it. Got it, John? You're not going to, you're not even listening to me, are you? Kyle, would you tell him that I'm right? You know I'm right. Kyle, you know I'm right. John, you disagree. Kyle, you know I'm right. John, you should know better too, man. What team, what successful team that you were on ever had a situation like this? Where a bunch of the vets are being like, can we please play the backup who can't win the playoffs? Who can't win the Super Bowl? Can't happen. Trade Jimmy Garoppolo as soon as possible. You know one one other thing too? You know when Trey was at his best this offseason? In OTAs and minicamp. You know what was interesting about that time? That's when Jimmy wasn't there. Ever since you brought him back and he's been lurking, Trey's been inconsistent. Isn't it your job to put Trey in the best position to be successful? Do that. 
having a good backup quarterback, putting the entire weight of the world on Trey Lance after two, three starts. What you want to do? What's more important? Having a good backup? Trey developing into a, the next Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers. What's more important? The development of your quarterback or having a good backup? Come on, John. Make the smart decision. All right, finally, I want to talk to Trey Lance. And for this, John, Kyle, you got to go. This is private between me and Trey. You guys got to go. I don't want, you guys can't be here. You can't hear this. Goodbye. Thank you for your time. Trey, I'm going to let them, that's a little time, because they could be listening. Outside, you know what I'm saying? Okay, they're gone. Trey. <laughs> We're going to talk about all this drama, but first we got to talk about you making it rain in the stripper, man. Look. Your form was good. I like the I like the way you distributed the dollar bills. I think you look like you've done it before. Form was good. I got no problem with you making it rain. I think it's quite generous. I mean, you made a lot of money. Why not give it back? That's just philanthropy at that point. I think it's quite nice of you. That being said, you got caught. That was dumb. Don't ever get caught again, okay? There's just one rule in life. Don't get caught. You got caught. And you weren't even slick about it, man. Like, you went to a house party where everyone had their phone out. Then later on, and people were like, oh, I don't know if it's you, Trey. Everyone was, like, trying to give you the shaggy defense. It wasn't me. If I were you, I would have used a shaggy defense, too. It wasn't me because the picture was kind of. Then you had another one where you go up to someone and you're, like, singing his stuff, clearly faded. Just so there's no mystery, it was definitely you. No Eggman. All I'm saying is the days of you going to house parties are over. You don't go to house parties anymore. You're Trey Lance, all right? You're a millionaire. You only go to the finest parties, and there's no phones allowed. Everyone has to put their phone in a bucket at the front and sign a waiver that you weren't there. They never saw you. That's because, frankly, look, man, I, I'm going to say this. I didn't say this all offseason, but I'm going to say it now, all right? It's, it's, it seems like a bad secret that you like to party. And I'm not saying anything wrong with partying, but offseason, during the offseason, I would get DMs of you, pictures of you. Hey, check it out, man. Uh, Trey Lance partying in, in Mexico. And I was thinking, cool, cool. He's having a good time, man. That's great. But, you know, and I'm not going to put it out. Like, I'm not going to put these pictures out because I'm not trying to create a perception that you're like a party or anything. But someone else will, man. Other people will put it out. And they'll do it after you lose. And they won't say when it happened. And it'll make you look bad. And it'll give the whole world more ammunition against you when they don't need it. They already are doing just fine attacking you. So look, no more house parties with, with phones. Strippers, that's, that's, that's between you and God and the stripper. You know, that's legal. But no more phones. And here's the thing. So like Jimmy Garoppolo, right? He was your predecessor. First thing he did with the Niners was uh, get spotted on a date with a porn star. No, nothing illegal with that either, right? But not the look you really... That's not, not a good look, really, for NF. So what, so what has he done since then? B become the most discreet quarterback in the league. What does Jimmy Garoppolo do in the offseason? No one knows. Where is he from February to August? No one knows. Did he stop dating porn stars after that one time? What do you think? I don't know. I guess we'll never know. But if he didn't, he, can, he at least has his own private life. You need to figure out how Jimmy does that. Call Jimmy. If there's one thing you can learn from Jimmy, it's how to make it rain on strippers in private. Ask him. He will tell you how to do it. I'm sure he's very experienced.
Getting caught was a rookie move. So talk to Jimmy. How do I go incognito? Just saying, easy fix. Jimmy will tell you. All right, last, okay, and then that's enough of that. Now I'm being serious. Um, I really feel bad for you, man. You are under more pressure and stress and scrutiny than any young quarterback I've ever seen in the NFL, ever, ever. And I don't understand. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, and I think everyone has a different reason for coming at you, but it's the whole world right now. And it probably feels like some people on your own team. And you're probably looking like, man, how did I get in this freaking situation? What did I do, God, to be in this situation? I mean, it seems great, right? You drafted your third pick in the draft. Your dreams come true. Good team. Da, 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 da. But you're in a ridiculous situation, and you didn't create it, Trey. Like, you get drafted by a team, and they keep the quarterback that you're supposed to replace. You didn't make that decision. That's, that wasn't your decision. And then, uh, I mean, you're just trying to be the good guy here. You've done everything right. You've smiled. You've said the right things. You've been professional. You've showed up to all the off-season stuff. And um, still, this team is like, I don't know, maybe we should go back to the most mediocre quarterback of all time. And if you lose this week, and it's not even your fault, you could go out there, play well, have a quarterback rating of 100, lose, and they'll say, like, well, I don't know, I guess we just win with Jimmy, and you could get benched. I can only imagine how much pressure you're under. And I would recommend that you go see a sports psychologist or a sports therapist and not whoever the, the Niners recommend. No one affiliated with John Lynch or Kyle Shanahan. No one who could go back to the team and tell him what you said. You're a millionaire. You got an agent. You got a whole team. Find the best sports psychologist in the country. Talk to him once a week. My, my wife is a, is a psychologist, is a therapist. Um, I would suggest her, but then, you know, there's a conflict of interest where we live in the same house. If you, she could recommend someone for you. And I think therapy is good for everyone, but I can't imagine someone under more pressure than you right now in the NFL. So I think it would benefit you. You need someone to talk to. And it's not Kyle. It ain't John. It's not Jed. It's not me. It's not Brian Greasy. Isn't that what they brought? They brought Brian Greasy in here to help you with the stress of being a, the hell out of here, Brian. You need an actual psychologist, someone you can talk to who can help you uh, cope with this crazy amount of stress. I couldn't do it. I couldn't deal with it. I got nervous for this uh, quality control meeting. I'm nervous right now. My palms are sweating. And it's just me and you talking. You have to go play football. That's terrifying. <laughs> I would talk to someone, man. Someone not affiliated with the 49ers. Because you know, are the Niners really on your side? Can you trust anyone in this organization? They draft you here and they make you look like you're an ugly stepchild. All of a sudden, they cinderella you. They Harry potter you. You're like, wait a second. Whoa, why, why did you pick me? Why am I here? I'm the ugly stepchild all of a sudden? I don't know, man. You got to talk to someone. That's what I would recommend. Anyway, thanks for coming. Good luck this weekend. <laughs> don't get caught making it rain ever again. That was so stupid. But um, also, why'd you invite me? You, you got my number? What was that? That was just mean. All right. Goodbye. Thank you very much. Let me go back through and uh, answer some questions and then I'll take some calls. CT Law. Got you. Let me speak. If anyone before CT Law, hold on. Can we, how can we trade Jimmy if no one wants him? That's the thing. Like you, he's healthy. He's affordable. No one wants him. Now that's possible. But healthy, affordable, and no one, what does that say about him? No one's going to trade a conditional seventh for Jimmy Garoppolo, healthy Jimmy Garoppolo at a backup price for a year? Really? 
What does that say about Jimmy then? So the Niners are so so some fans really want the Niners to bench Trey Lance to go back to a backup quarterback that no one wants on a backup salary. I think if the Niners would call up teams and be like, look, Dallas, we'll take a conditional seventh for Jimmy. What do you say? Why would they say no to that? I don't know. I think it's time. Let me make sure. Hold on. Uh Grant, thoughts on Trey validating your theory that they pay attention to your channel. Um I have a feeling that they all watch my channel. You kidding? This is must-watch TV. I think Javon Kinlaw validated it, and Eric Armstead validated it. I mean, all, Tabor Pepper. They all watch my channel. CT Law says, take a deep breath. You're all charged up. What if Kyle and John are like, crap, we made a mistake. Trey's not developed enough. They see him daily and know more than we do. Rodgers won Super Bowl 17 years. What? What was that last sentence? Rodgers won Super Bowl in 17 years? What are you trying to say, CT Law? That he's not one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time? That that's not some type of template for the 49ers to follow? What the hell are you talking about? I don't understand what you're insinuating. You really think that Kyle and John look at three games and they're like, you know what, we, we messed up. That's dumb. Is that what the Bills thought after Josh Allen's first three games? Compare Josh Allen's numbers after his first three starts to Jimmy. They're exactly the same. Excuse me, to Trace. They're exactly the same. So, really, like... Any team that pulls the plug on their young quarterback after three starts is stupid. You calling the Niners stupid? I'm not. I don't think they're stupid. What if the Colts had pulled the plug after Peyton Manning's third start? It wasn't good. <laughs> I don't think so. If you make the decision, this is the time that Trey's going to start, you got to stick to it. You can't be like, oh, we're wrong. It's next year. Nope. You got to stick to it. Frankly, I think they made the right decision, and he looked good in the first three quarters until it started monsooning. Is that a, is that a verb? In a messed up time machine, this year should have been last year. I agree. A quarterback that's a year away uh, from a year away, no playoffs equals layoffs. Um, sure. Official BNA Music eighty eight says Lance is better philanthropist than Favre. That that is so true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, do you think some of this Trey slander is racism? I mean, I can't, it's so complicated, right? Because there's been a lot of black quarterbacks before, and I still feel like Trey is getting more criticism than any quarterback ever after three starts. So it's he's not the first. What What is so unique about him? What is it? He's not the first black quarterback. It's, it's so complicated. And I do think a big part of it is people dying to criticize Kyle Shanahan, his peers. You know, everyone thinks everyone respects Kyle Shanahan. We don't know how people really feel about Kyle. And a lot of people, media and in the league, are dying to say, he was wrong. Don't know why. So I think there's a lot of things going on here. But part of it might be a lot of people don't feel comfortable with, you know, young, unproven, unproven black man taking veteran white guy's job when that veteran white guy did, his, you know, did everything that was asked of him. I think that's part of it, but it's probably not all of it. And it's probably different person to person. It's very interesting. It's a phenomenon. And uh, it's like insanity. It's just a phenomenon. It's a 2022 phenomenon. And we'll all be talking about it one day. Like, remember? When the whole world had an opinion on Trey Lance after three starts, that was wild. Jody Moore says, you are out of control this morning, Grant, but you are in the pocket. <laughs> With this party uh, persona coming out that we did not know and how uh, he has been playing, how, has Trey fooled us? Is he who we really thought he was? Um, I think I think it's okay that he parties. He works hard, too. If he wasn't doing the work, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll have to see, right? I, did Joe Montana party in the 80s? I think he did. I wasn't alive. Now, Steve Young, probably not Mormon. But, um, you know, did, did Brett Favre party? 
I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I think the, the most disappointing thing about it was that he got caught. Dude, that's careless. That's careless, right? That almost looks like Johnny Manziel stuff. Like, just don't get caught. And then it's not an issue. Live your life. Be, in a, be a grown-up. Football Crab Cake says, uh, would Dabal G's want Jimmy G? How could that work? I, sure. I don't know. Someone's got to want Jimmy G, no? If you, if, you take, if you trade him for nothing, a conditional seventh, that could get better if he plays. If no one wants Jimmy Garoppolo at $6 million, fully healthy for a conditional seventh, then what does that say about him? Dylan Young says that San Francisco Niners QC right here, guys. Get this man paid. Yeah, seriously, man. Seriously. Seriously. Thanks. Poke Ace Jr. said media treating Trey like they did Kwame Brown when he first got to the NBA. Ooh, pretty much. Although Kwame Brown was really bad. Strip Tease Trey says, oh, Grant, what are your thoughts on the people on the team? Thoughts of you? It seems like a lot of them don't like you much. Does that bother you at all? Um, no, it doesn't bother me at all. And I don't know how they feel. I'm not in it to be friends with players. Never tried to be friends with anyone on the team. And I'm in the locker room every day. And if any play player has something they don't like about me, they can come up and say it to me. So far, no one has said anything to me that wasn't, hey, Grant, how you doing? Get a lot of fist bumps. So it, it seems like a lot of players like me enough to talk to me. Um, and if they don't like me, they're free to say so. I'm there. I show up every day, stand right in the middle of the locker room. That's all I'm saying. All right, it's time for me to make my prediction. So uh, I'm looking at this game, and I don't think it's going to be uh, a blowout for the Niners. I think it's going to be really close, and I don't think they're going to score a lot of points. And I think it's going to come down to about a field goal, and it's going to be a white knuckler the whole way. Um, they could lose this game. It's going to come down to a field goal one way or another. And in the rain, a turnover, a special teams play could flip the whole game. If they play, if they're on it, if the Niners are on their P's and Q's, I think they win 17-13. And that's if they do everything I say. They run the ball they, with their best running back, whoever that might be. They find their best running back, whoever that might be. They repeat the best pass plays. They don't use Trey as a short yardage back. All of that. I think they win 17-13. I, I think the Niners uh, are a very mentally um, fragile team right now. They, they're not a team. They're trying to become a team around Trey and they're having a tough time rallying around him because Jimmy's still here. And every time there's a little bit of a mistake, I think there's a segment of this team saying, why are we doing this? And if they're, they're saying, why are we doing this? They're not committed to it. They're not going to be good. So I don't even know if George Kittle's going to play in this game or what he'll be able to do. Uh, I expect a very close game. I think the Seahawks are looking at this as a game they can win simply because they're not dysfunctional. They've decided on a quarterback. I'm picking the Niners to win this game. Um, they definitely could lose it. And if they lose it, they definitely could trade, could bench Trey Lance, which would make this season a failure after two weeks. The minute they bench Trey Lance because of his performance, the season's a failure because they're not going to win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance is on the team because they know they can't win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance is starting because they have to find out if they can win a Super Bowl with, Jim, with, with Trey Lance. And they won't know until he's on the team for a couple of years, at least. So they need to find that out now. They can't keep putting that off because if it ain't Trey, they got to find someone else who isn't him or Jimmy or Brock. They're wasting time if they go back to Jimmy. It ain't Jimmy. It might be Trey. It might not be Trey. Don't know. Can't know if he doesn't play. Has to play. The sooner he plays, the sooner you know. 
If you know and it's good, you win a Super Bowl. If you know and it's bad, you get a new quarterback. And you fi- no time, no reason to waste time here. 17-13 Niners. They win a game, but the offense doesn't score a lot of points, and there's a lot of hand wringing. And what you're the conversation afterwards is going to be, well, yeah, Trey won, but the offense wasn't great, and they didn't score a lot of points, and Jimmy would have put up 35. That's going to be the conversation. And people are still going to try to find ways to put Jimmy back on the field for no reason. That's my prediction. God forbid they lose, though. Okay, let's take some calls. Okay, it's in the chat box. And it's in the description. Hold on. Okay. Mm. Okay. When you guys are ready, call in and we'll talk sports. <sighs> All right. Adam, you ready? You ready? Yeah, what's good, Grant? What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm good, man. Happy to be back on the show. Happy to have you. It's been a been a minute. But right. uh, I just had a question. Uh, I mean, don't you think if we keep Jimmy and we don't win or we don't get to a certain place, will Powell, Shanahan, and John Lynch really even keep their jobs at that point? I don't think their jobs are on the line yet. I mean, look, they've, they've gone deep in the playoffs twice. They went deep in the playoffs last year. If you want Trey to succeed – you probably don't need to keep giving them new coaches. They yeah. did that with Alex Smith. And I think they're, they remember that. That's all I'm saying. I don't think they're, I don't think those guys are, their jobs are on the line. Do you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think, a, I just don't know, like just wasting three first rounds, like the way that people are saying it, yeah. I, I don't think Trey will ever get the time he needs, even if this year doesn't end out successful, you know, we could go six and 10, but look how Aaron Rodgers really turned out. Look how Peyton mm-hmm. Manning, I mean, they didn't trade up as much as we did, of course, but I just feel that, I don't know, just if we waste that much and it's like, okay, we bench him this year, then we play him next year. It's just kind of, I don't know, getting rid of what we if need. If you bench him this year, then how do you expect him to be better when you uh, give him the team next year? Like, yeah, sitting on the bench didn't necessarily make him ready to, to be Patrick Mahomes right away. So maybe he's on the Josh Allen end of the spectrum where he needs, or Peyton Manning, where he needs to play to even have a chance to, to, to validate the trade up for all, you know, all those picks. And yeah. again, like we're not going to know if that trade was smart or stupid for another two or three years. I realistically, and if he's Tim Tebow in three years, then yeah, they could all get fired, but yeah. I don't think he's Tim Tebow. And again, it, yeah. it, it'd have to be three years from now, two years from now. Yeah. That's I think. I, I, I mean, I, and even, I think people would be into like harsh on him. I really don't think like his performance wasn't, you know, amazing, but at the same time, it wasn't as bad as people are saying it feel with the conditions that he had i don't know if you noticed this but i feel like like they're running a lot of man coverage and then we just run like curls over the middle and that's already what he's not good at and then yeah. it's like he'd miss it so then he tried to force it and that's when he threw the pick to eddie jackson it's cool to criticize trey lance i'm not being uh, i'm not trying to be on twitter and youtube being like everyone leave him alone like yeah criticize trey lance he's an nfl quarterback but what's crazy this week is just how people uh turned on him after one start in the rain like one start in the rain, third career start, and a lot of people are like, oh, this guy's a super bust. He's terrible. I don't like anything about him. Then I just go back to Jimmy like, oh, that's an overreaction. That's an overreaction. He didn't have a great game, but he, he actually didn't have a bad game until the fourth quarter, and then the fourth quarter, it was ridiculous. So, yeah, I, I just don't understand that. But criticizing Trey, yeah, absolutely. I, I do it with his mechanics all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Adam. And then, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy teaching Trey to definitely get caught his first time. I mean, I was just – 
I, I just I can't believe that. I feel like Jimmy teaches him a lot, and I can see what Jimmy does, even in Trey sometimes. But like, I don't know why he didn't wear like some sunglasses or a mask, like just something to cover it Careless. up. Because yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like for me, like I still love Trey Lance, but at the same time, like there are gonna be so many people who just don't like him because of mm-hmm. this one situation. Oh, he's right. unprofessional. Oh, he's just yeah. a kid. Like it's just adding more stress to him. I just think it's really stupid. I, I bet you he won't get caught again. I bet yeah. you. Yeah. That's All right. Man. All right. Good stuff, man. So much, Great seeing you. Good, to, good seeing you too, man. Uh, Karan, were you at the party with Trey? No, I was not at the party okay. with Trey. I was probably okay. at the daycare across the street. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is second. This is second. Uh, no, yeah. No, 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 no. Um, all right. So a few things. I think what I learned is that Kyle Shanahan from what I can tell, and it's only one game, but from what I can tell from, and you can say, no, that's wrong. You've seen it. It doesn't look like he's changed the offense to tailor what almost the same exact offense that Jimmy had, and he's expecting the same results with the same throws that Jimmy was very good at. Trey is not. And I think that's the conundrum. First part. Real quick. Second part. I, 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 real quick, I just want to say that I thought Kyle's um, game plan in Chicago was good, but once he got past the script, it was right back to the old stuff. So I'm that's that. what he knows. That's what he knows. That's what he knows. I also yeah. think there's a. I think uh, watching Trey play, I don't think he plays fast when he's a runner. If that makes sense, I think he's leaving a lot of like indecisiveness. And I think when he just in the preseason, I think he was the Packers when he just took it looked at it, assessed it, ran, he looked good. I've yet to see that translate consistently in a game. I think that's also a problem. Can, is, it, is it fair to say that he's much better between the tackles and outside the tackles as a runner? Yes, he can't, he can't do what uh, Justin Fields does, right? He, he can't, can't do the, that. He can't turn the corner like, like Fields and, and, um, no. uh, and Kaepernick, but on quarterback draws, He's very good, and he actually – there was a play in, in the last game where he juked a guy in the hole like a running back. He, he did. He he's, he, he, he got the 13 yards on third and 13 right through the middle. I mean, that's the play I was talking about. Yeah. He's not he a looked bad good. runner. He's not a no, bad – No. No, but it's got to be like it, – it's got to be – like Josh Allen, the problem yes. is people are comparing him. Josh Allen has like 40 more pounds than this kid does. He's Josh Allen player. is much more developed. He's a big yeah. guy. He's going to yeah. hurt some people when he collides yes. into them. Yeah, and so wait, I think that's also I'm always worried about the other person, not Josh. No, yeah. you're not worried about Josh. Oh Josh God, is going to get up and okay. laugh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I also think um, people are losing sight of one big issue is that when the teams transitioned, and maybe they can go back, show me a team that transitioned from a second year quarterback where 30% of your roster just recently was in the top 100 picks. And if you include you know, Armstead and Jimmy, you almost got 40% of the roster. Starting roster is on the top 100. I don't think it's that very many. Peyton Manning had a garbage team his rookie year, right? And they went 13-3, and but they recouped that, and it was a little bit of both. It wasn't all Peyton. His team sucked his rookie year. I think that's the conundrum, but people aren't articulating it that way. So you, you, they have to decide what they want to do. Either they're going to be 9 or 10 wins, make the playoffs, kind of hope they get lucky like they did Packers last year and kind of make it to the NFC Championship, or 
you, you're going to have to bite and be like, we're an eight and eight team. We're a seven to nine team, seven and 10 team. And but the, the conundrum here is gonna, that the locker room is, is like itching to go back to a guy who's not going to win the Super Bowl for them. So it's like, oh, we are a Super Bowl roster. We have to, get, it's like, okay, but you're not going to win let, that. You're going to win something, but not that. No, so what's the point? Last, last, last thing. And I think this is the psychology of the sport. You And I think you've touched upon it. Other people have. Your two best offensive players, you know, consistently, I would say the last five years for us have maybe give or take a couple of it, Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Yeah. Those guys are not tailor-made currently right now to enhance Trey Lance's skill no. set. They're not. I, they are tailor-made to enhance Jimmy, and yeah. Jimmy is tailor-made to enhance their skill set. Right. So you had this optic of people – that they athletes are f- funny people, man. They they don't like to twinker things when they aren't broken, and they have won a lot of games, giving a two yard slant to Kittle and Kittle taking it seventy yards, or the other way around with with uh, you know Debo Samuel. That yeah, is changing. Game. Not right. Not a Super Bowl, but they got paid and they went they very paid. far. They got paid. They got accolades. That, that is the, that is the point right there. They got they paid. got accolades. They, got they made all pros. They yep. got paid. Yep. 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 Those things, it's not yep. like it was when we were in the growing up that championship matters. These players, they got all that stuff, and they got it because vastly because of Jimmy's playing and his limitations. They got their and, numbers and their money because I'm with you on that. And now all of a sudden with Trey's like, Kittle could come out and get two catches. All of right. a sudden, what happened? George, are you washed up? Nah, it's just I don't really fit the new quarterback skill set. Why does Brandon Ayuk? Why does Brandon Ayuk roast Jimmy any chance he can get? Because guess what? Because he's wide open, and Jimmy's like, "No, I'm gonna throw in front of three people." I wanted to say in my in my pep talk to Kyle, I forgot to say it, dude. Out routes to Ayuk. Out routes to Ayuk. Out routes to Ayuk. You called one. It worked. Go back. Enough. That's what I'm saying. Another thing. Out routes to Ayuk. Come on. Come on. Again, again, I and and I do believe. Grant wholeheartedly that if they lose and he goes sub 50 and throws a pick, he, he, the locker room, Kyle, I don't think has the, he hasn't shown it. I don't think he's got the cojones to keep him. He doesn't, he doesn't not keep him as a starter. He doesn't. That's why we we try to talk about it. That's why Jimmy should never be on this team. We talked about it in the off season. People are like, no, 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 no. We're overreacting. It's worse than I thought. It's freaking worse than I – I never thought there'd be a scenario where Trey would get benched after two games, but we're looking at it right now. And the first game was in a monsoon. How is that fair? But that's what that's life. It's freaking life. That's life. Coming from his that's own teammate. Life. Coming from that's his own life. teammate. Yep. That's life. That's life. And the Niners created this. Only no, I, I, but, hey, hey, you know what? The video coming out and some things that you have said, and I have been a staunch – you know, I've – liked winning grant I, I spent five six years watching them lose in the tom sulas the chip kelly's i like sustainability because in rochester new york it's like below zero in january and i look forward to the 49ers being in the super bowl or the playoffs so to me i i live for that i live for above average play because i think that in the nfl is a lot harder to do than any other sport you shouldn't take it for granted it's hard to do that very hard and so if you have a winning formula, Not for me. write it out. Nah. I don't know if they're going nah, to. There's no winning formula if it doesn't lead to a Super Bowl. That's the way I feel. I'm sorry. But, hey, we're going to disagree on that one. Great call. Love you, man. Always good to see you. Yep. Have a good one, Karan. Rico. I'm angry, Grant. I'm angry. Let's talk about it, man. I'm angry. We Why? 
Pause to the Bears, man. I'm sick of Kyle. He's always doing stuff like this. You're supposed to be a genius, but we lose games like this. He's oh. never had a top offense. Why is that, Grant? Why? What do you think? What, what, what are you thinking? I'm just I'm just sick of it, man. Like 2019, we had a good running back room. This running back room is smooth, not the same. You know? Without not- Elijah Mitchell, what is it? Hard to say. Jordan, I mean, not Jordan Mason. Jeff Wilson Jr., I never liked him, to be honest with you. I, I never really liked him, you know? And then yeah. George Kittle's over here always getting hurt, but he's the first person sitting out in minicamp or training camp. Like, he's done, like, won a Super Bowl, won a ring, like Travis Kelsey. Right. Like, who are you? Yeah. So you're in bad vibes. It seems like the team is in a tough spot right now, right? Like, they haven't decided on a quarterback. Kittle's hurt. Ward's hurt. I mean, this is when you want to face the Niners right now. They're weak. Exactly. And they like it seemed like every time you put some faith into them, they always let you down. Super Bowl. Yeah. Anytime you give Kyle the benefit of the doubt, he lets you down. But when you bet against him, all of a sudden he, he's good again. That's exactly. that's the conundrum. Everybody said we're gonna blow out the Bears this week, 30 to 9, 30 to uh 10. What happens? We lose I didn't say and- that. I said they were gonna win 16 to 10 and they lost 19 to 10. So I was close, but damn, I couldn't believe they should have won 16 to 10. They didn't. And- if we lose against Seattle, it's going to be a big problem. If they lose to Geno, it really doesn't matter what Trey Lance does. If they lose to Geno, he's getting benched. That's too bad. Exactly. And Kyle just, he has to do better as a play. And D'Amico, too, like, we're supposed to be playing press man most of the time. Look, like we're on his own a lot. Yep. We should Why? Be, we got yeah. good corners. Like, you, your corners are better than their wide receivers. Why are you playing zone? Exactly. Get up on the line and press them. You know what I mean? Dante Pettis, that 51-yard touchdown, that was cover three. That turned into a scramble drill, and people didn't mark up. People is in Tallinnola. You play zone. You can sit in the zone for a while and wait for the coverage to break off. Like, you should be playing man-to-man. And then Armstead, like you said, he can't contain. He has issues containing. You said that last year. I've been trying to, like, bring this to his attention for years, and all he does is try to get me fired. I'm like, no, Armstead, I'm trying to help you and the 49ers. He doesn't want to hear it. That yeah, would happen because of him. He missed. The That's practice. why he's always on my case because I made that one video showing how he doesn't keep contained on the edge to try to shame him to play better. And nah, he just tries to get me fired, man. All right, fine. I mean, hey, you see what happened? We got a touchdown because of it, and it seemed like we're really missing Jimmy Ward right now. Havonka. That changed the whole game. Him giving up contained changed the whole freaking game. It did. And then Hufunga's going to come across the field and try to make a play. like From like 80 yards away, he's like, I got this. He's not getting – I mean, Justin Fields hadn't even crossed the line of scrimmage. He was clearly going to throw, and Hufunga's like, no way are you scrambling for this first. Like, what you doing? I just find you don't crazy. get a first down. Take a touchdown instead. <laughs> That'll show him. What are you doing? Man. Discipline. Man, Where great. is it on this team? He was playing great. But I just, I just don't know no more, Grant. Like, we just – we always under like underwhelming. We should be winning most of the time. Here's like, why they're bad. Because I pick it. them to win the Super Bowl. Whenever I am on the Niners' ass and I and I criticize them, I pick them to lose. They show me up. So let's say they're gonna lose to the Seahawks this week. They're losing. No they're gonna lose to the Seahawks. I said it. I'm betting against all y'all. Believe in you. Hey, man, I picked the Seahawks against the spread. You there you go. Mean? There you go. Oh, all right, man. All right, great. Rico. Later. Uh, Abraham says, if they go back to Jimmy, anything less than a Super Bowl win is a failed season and puts Trey back and wastes another year of his rookie contract. Yep, agree. They go back to Jimmy, they better win the freaking Super Bowl. Brad says, Jimmy will win another Super Bowl ring as a backup. Cool. Uh, Merkin says, if they bench Trey, I don't see myself going to or really watching any Niner games this year. Let the kid develop or it's another wasted year. You hear that, Jed? You hear that, Kyle? You hear that, John? Bryant, you ready? Bryant, where you at? 
Where you at, Bryant? All right, there you are. What's up, dude? Hey, dude. How you been? Good, man. How you doing? Well, I uh, let me sit down. I was making a hat. Um, oh, nice. So, the Niners since two thousand and two have only swept the Seahawks three times. That is a nice hat, by the way. Thank you. Can I buy one of those? Damn, that's a nice hat. You know how to get a hold of me. All right, keep going. So, um, yeah, most definitely. The Niners' overall record towards the Seahawks is 30-17. and 17. This is a must-win game. You know, like, for the longest time, the Niners have been competing with the Rams because that's the longest rivalry we really have. They moved to St. Louis, and then Jeff Garcia and Kurt Warner had the battle and stuff. The Rams won their Super Bowl. They lost their Super Bowl. Um They've moved back. They've lost a Super Bowl in L.A. They've won a Super Bowl in L.A. But the whole time since 2002, since the Seahawks have come into our division, they have dominated the Niners. Matt Hasselbeck, Mike Holmgren. Holmgren was like the coach for like 10 years. They just they really took it to us. We drafted players to compete against the Rams when it was really the Seahawks we should have been competing against. The Seahawks went to the Super Bowl and lost it against the, the Steelers. There's there's a lot of things like the Seahawks always seem to take our players when we cut them. There's a lot of just like little, little things that just add up. Every time we play the Seahawks, it, it, you know, the Seahawks could be the worst team in the league, but they play the best game against us. They play hard. They're well coached. Well coached. Yeah. Uh, Pete Carroll, he didn't do good in New England, but when he went to USC and then he came back, yeah. he had oh, something, something about him. But this weekend is very important for the Niners. And if this is my question. I don't want to be on the phone too long because I know everybody's calling, you know, but if it wasn't Trey Lance and it wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo, how many games do you give a rookie quarterback on a Super Bowl supposed to be contending roster before you make a switch? And, and you know, I'm not saying switch Trey, you know, but he, he's got to win. We can't be going like 0-3. We can't be going 0-4. We, we got to start winning here. If we're going to have a chance at this year, we have to have confidence in the locker room and we have to start getting wins. And that's how everybody feels better after you win. That's true. But to me, like, if you go back to Jimmy, that's just basically like but no, not with, not, with, not with Jimmy. Not with Jimmy or Trey. Right. Take those no, I'm two not arguing with you. Them. I'm just saying, like, if, right. if they if they bench Trey, after four games and go back to Jimmy, it's like, okay, we stink. So let's put on hella deodorant. Like, nah, that's not really fixing anything. Like you're not all of a sudden, you know, smelling good and, and ready to go out. Like, no, you still stink. Do you just have you're, like some BO like mixed with old spice together? You're, my, you're my age. And you know, I know your dad's covered the team and you got a lot of information too, but didn't they bench Steve Young? Didn't they bench Joe Montana? They went back to him. Didn't Jeff Garcia get benched? This, I mean, you know, Alex Smith got benched, yeah. right? Kaepernick got benched for Blaine Gabbert. You know, I mean, I hear you, man. I hear you, so man. I'm not yeah. saying bench bench him and go back to him, but I'm just saying like this is a must win game. That you know, if if uh, Kyle doesn't win, it, it, it's all about banana hands again because he's got to he's got to control this game. Get those so, hats hey, ready. Baby. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Brian. And uh, you know, everybody get excited because we're gonna win this game. Go faithful. Right, thanks. Take care. Thank you. Rod Simmons. What's going on, Grant? What's up? What's up? How you doing, Rod? Pretty good. Now, I, I follow directions. I came with three topics, and I'm going to make it. them quick. Nice. First thing is, is for you. I got a challenge for you because I see a lot of things that you see, and I agree with a lot. Okay. Do me a favor, man, and I want you to go back and study 
the delivery of Jimmy Garoppolo when he had Emmanuel Sanders at wide receiver. Mm. The guy looked the same after Emmanuel Sanders left, and I think that's probably one of the things that the 49ers could have did differently going into that offseason. It's like the guy never looked comfortable. When he went through his progression, it was always the wrong read. I don't know, but go ahead. What go I ahead. never understood is he had this instant connection with Emmanuel Sanders, trusted him, got him the ball a lot. Sanders leaves, Ayuk comes in. They don't have that. He never trusts Ayuk like that. Why? I don't why? Get is it. Sanders that much better than Ayuk? Like, I don't understand that. I have yeah, that's why I brought it to the man. Yeah. Maybe you can get with you guys, look at the film, because if there's a, a possibility that Jimmy does have to come back in, which I'm hoping not, at least get a guy, um, give give him some room to be successful. I know the dude just retired, but I mean sometimes maybe you have to go back and and, and retrace your old tracks to make things happen better the second time. I don't yep. know. Yep. Um okay. second thing, um the Justin Fields comparisons, why people were like, I knew we should have took Justin Fields. My, I just want to give my reasons why I don't think we got we went after Justin. If you remember when Justin was in the, the, the college league, he started off in Georgia. Mm -hmm. Georgia more, pro, uh, more pro style offense. Mm -hmm. Transfer mm -hmm. from Georgia goes to a, a school that has a reputation for not building quarterbacks up in Ohio State. And I think the thing is with Justin, we all know the guy can throw the ball deep, but it takes more than just how many guys came to the league and they were projected to be superstars just because they can throw deep passes. Mm -hmm. I think his problem was, is A, unlike the game against us, this coach is developing Justin. He's now actually taking snaps under the center. Mm -hmm. um, in Ohio State, I think the style of play that they ran, the zone scheme, it was a one read. The, mm -hmm. That one read wasn't open. He taken off. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that um, you know Justin, he had a, a, a high ceiling, but I think more than anything, just like Lance, he's a project. You're not going to just get him in immediately and have that type of success because he didn't have that type of success in the SEC. That's why right. he went to Ohio State. Right. That's true. Okay. That's true. And the That's last, thing, last. Also, everyone's really excited about Justin Fields right now. He threw for 121 yards week one, and 51 yards was on one busted coverage play. Like, whoa. And everyone's mad at Trey. Like, whoa, what is going on? Okay, go on. Okay. And the, the last thing, like, um, Mike Martz made the comment he never liked this guy. I think that Trey never which even Which is got weird him. because a couple of weeks ago he was on the radio saying he did like him, which is weird. Like, well, you have one game in the rain and now you hate him. It's so weird. And when did he become an expert? If it might, it, I've heard a lot of you guys talk about he won Super Bowl. No, he was an assistant. Dick Vermeer was the head coach when they won the Super Bowl. True. True, okay. true, true. He lost the Super Bowl, right? Thank you. Yes. He lost the Super Bowl to uh, Brady and Belichick. Hey, good call, man. Now, he does say that the – that doesn't he say that the Patriots cheated, that they filmed yeah. the walkthrough and yada, yada, yeah. yada. He has excuses. He, got, he has his excuses. Okay. Huh? And, and the, the last point I he make – Marshall Falk, Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce, uh, and lost. Troy Holt lost. Yeah, you're right. Go go ahead. Last point. Um. As far as how he was scouted, why is it that Carson Wentz got a better drafting, a better scouting report than this guy? They played at the same school. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but um, Trey Lance threw forty-two touchdowns, zero picks. Now, if that would have been Carson, the only thing that he would have been saying is he protects the football. I never hear people talk about the fact that Trey Lance protects the football. Right. 
So, I mean, I just I don't know the I, answer to that question. Um, but I think one thing that made it complicated is the pandemic. The pandemic just wiping out 2020 was rough and it made Trey Lance a very, very unique scouting experience. I mean, the fewest throws ever. How do, and what do you, you know what I mean? And I get that. But the only point that I'm trying to make is do you remember how everybody was big on Carson Wentz? Yes. It's cool. And I think he he only played like a, a season and a half. Hold on, let me real quick. How many throws did Carson Wentz have in college? Let me look. Uh, hold on, six twelve, six. That's it, six twelve. So he didn't play a whole lot in college, Carson Wentz either. Yeah, six hundred and twelve throws. That's it. So yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I know what. But again, black quarterbacks are always approached with extreme skepticism. So you have that on top of the fact that people want to prove Kyle wrong and that people love Jimmy. And it's like this avalanche of reasons to be like, Trey Lance is not allowed to play quarterback in the NFL after three starts. Like, whoa, whoa, what are you talking about? He's the third pick in the draft. He's shown really good things. Let's pump the brakes here like we do for every other freaking qu- How many chances does Sam Darnold get? Right. He's trash. And all I know is this, Brent. When it comes to those type of quarterbacks, you look at the, the, the era of when Cam Newton got drafted. Cam went to the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson got drafted, that type of quarterback. He yeah. went to two Super Bowls, won one. RG3 yeah. got rookie of the year. The guy that they projected to be great, Andrew Luck, didn't even get to finish his career. Right. Colin Cowboy got drafted. He went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. So these quarterbacks are showing you that they have the ability to get to the Super Bowl. The problem have you is these coaches don't believe in letting these guys finish what they start. Hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. I like it. Rod, thank you very much. Have a good, good one, bro. Rod was on fire. Always on fire. Salvador says, I saw Trey looking down at his play sheet on his wrist week when I thought he was ahead of Jimmy G in this category. I mean, you got me there, baby. Niner says, Kyle is all drama. Ayuk in the doghouse for screaming. I'm wide open, sickening. Trey Lance going to be in the Hall of Fame for sure. Kyle is all drama, right? Get the ball to Brandon Ayuk. Flav says, I swear I'm the only one who has faith in Trey anymore. Niners for sure cover 23-9. The Seahawks team is bad. Uh, won't be able to do anything all game. Um, sure. Sounds good. I just don't feel like Kyle has a great feel for how to use Trey or Danny Gray or Jordan Mason or any of his players for this team. He's a little behind when it comes to that. Josh Wyatt looks really cold. Where are you, dude? And why are you I'm always cold. in a mail truck? I'm, I'm not in my work truck. It's because oh. my <laughs> it's because I make a lot of noise on the phone with you. And my wife is in the house, and we got all kinds of stuff going on. All right, fair so. enough. So what's on, what's on your mind today, um, Did I say I didn't like it? I said I didn't like that move to bring back Jimmy Garoppolo. You were right. And you were right. I was wrong. You were right. I can see it. It's worse than I thought, man. It's worse. It's terrible. It's all it's downside worse. and no upside. It's all it's downside. A good backup. Okay, at what cost? You don't have a team. Uh, but also, by the time they have to make that move, right? What is Jimmy's not bringing them back from two and six, right? right, right but if right, you right. don't, but if you don't give Lance eight games to show something, then you're doing yourself a disservice. Thank you. Yeah, right? and you'll never know. You'll never know if you made the right so, move. Yeah. The the problem is, Kyle. And how is, do you make trade the starter next year if you pull the plug on him this year? How do you do that? Yeah, it's really rough. It. It's over. The whole thing is over after four starts. What a project. Well done. That's like writing the book on how not to develop a quarterback. Yeah. You know what? The, the problem is Kyle is Theseus. You're familiar with Theseus, right? No. The, the ship of Theseus was a thought experiment um, 
that was brought up by Plutarch. Theseus is a Greek king, and his ship, um, he prized it so heavily that he would rebuild it each year. Every year he'd take apart all the pieces and he'd put them all back together with new planks of wood, right? Any bad plank, he would replace it with a good plank. Mm-hmm. And the thought experiment is, at what point does it become a different ship? Right. Right? Right. And Theseus is going, oh, I got the same ship, but he doesn't have the same ship. He's right. got a new ship. Yeah. And you can't treat this year's 49ers like it's last year's 49ers, like it's the year year before's yep. 49ers. Every time you take that ship apart and put it together with new pieces, it's a new team. Yep. And Kyle, Kyle always starts the season thinking he has the same damn ship and he's going to sail it the same damn way, and it doesn't ever work. And it takes him until November to figure out, oh, this is how to – this is how I'm driving this ship this year. It's like, yeah, man, it's week 10. Yes, Debo's a running back. Yeah, you figured it out. Right. Like, come on, man. Yes, I'm with you. I'm with yeah. You. Um, and the other thing is I'm sick and tired of people calling this a Super Bowl roster. Can we stop doing that? What Super Bowl roster have you ever heard of that had three new starters, first-time starters on the offensive line? Right. That, that's not a Super Bowl what roster. Super Bowl roster doesn't have a top 15 quarterback. What are you talking about? Yeah. There's no Super Bowl roster here. Okay, maybe if 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 a bunch of question marks turn out to be really good players, maybe. And we think I, Trey good, but okay. uh, what are you talking about? The last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to say something nice about Jimmy Garoppolo, and I don't want you to freak out. Okay. Um, <laughs> the the problem the problem here is that Jimmy's not gone, so we can't get a good assessment of what Jimmy was without both sides going crazy, right? You've got people on one side saying, no, Jimmy was an A, maybe an A-minus quarterback. He was bringing you to the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. And you got people on the other side. You got people on the other side going, no, Jimmy was an F. He was the worst quarterback ever. And the 49ers only won because they carried him. They would have won four Super Bowls if Jimmy wasn't there. You can't get a middle ground because of the Trey element. Right. Because everything is seen in through the lens of whether you support Trey or not. Right. I would say Jimmy Garoppolo started off in 2017 as a B quarterback and regressed to a C, maybe a C plus quarterback on his good on good days. Right. And saying that pisses both sides off. Right. But but he he has moments in the playoffs where he can be even worse than that. But that's like. Still, he's it's, he's deep. He's deep in the season but, at that point, but, right? Yeah. But the but the idea is that the the philosophy is okay. We have the the same basically the same team as before. We don't, but they're saying, oh, we have the same team as before, and Jimmy's an F. So all Trey has to do is be a D or a C. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. And we're no. gonna win the Super Bowl. And then when Trey loses, oh well, Trey must be an FF. Right. Like, right, right, right. right. So, right. Yeah. When that's actually it, totally. It's not complete, yeah. yeah, but it's completely toxic, and you can't get a real assessment of what Jimmy Garoppolo was while he's still on the roster. And it was a perfect example you made of of Rogers and Favre, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you can make a real, like, clear headed understanding of what Favre was, romanticize him, love him, yeah. appreciate what he did for the team. Like he's we done. should be, able, yeah. Like yeah. we should be able to do with Jimmy yeah. right now. Just like we you should... can do for Alex Smith. Alex Smith leaves the Niners and you're like, you know what? He was a pretty good quarterback for this team. No right. hard feelings, good time, not good enough. But he actually had to, you know, you can find that middle ground for Alex Smith. For for it's like for Jimmy, it's like, why are you still here? 
It's not his fault. Like I just said with Trey, like, dude, this, this situation is not your fault. It's not Jimmy's fault either. That was that was the philosophy that they took into the offseason was yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have that six and ten Rogers year where Trey's gonna struggle in his first year, right? They thought, right. okay, we're gonna have that year, so we're not gonna put a bunch of money into the things, right? right? And we're going to use holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo as an excuse. But when it came right down to it, they didn't have the nutsack. They didn't have the nutsack to straight up cut him, right? No, they didn't. And, no. and that that move to sign him to a $6 million whatever to be a backup, that was about saving face. Saving face. They couldn't cut him. So you know, you saw the narrative shift the week after that happened. Everybody's going, brilliant move. Great yeah. job by the 49ers. I even said it. I even said it. Yeah, they I played you, it. Grant. They I, played I fell, everybody. I fell for yeah. it. I fell for it. <laughs> but now it's week two, and I'm like, nah, 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 nah. That's terrible. I, I take it back. I see for, I see it for what it is. The Niners should see it for what it is, too. Josh, I got to take more calls. But you're, all, you're on fire, man. You've got a really good pulse this year of the team. <laughs> I appreciate you. Have a good one, man. All right, man. Later. Niners run this says the most hated, the most talked about. Ladies and gentlemen, we give you the best team in the universe. Niners, let's go. They are the most talked about. It's pretty cool, right? Uh, Gold Dirty Bastards says that play calling looked eerily similar to Arizona. Yeah, man. The quarterback power, the trade leading the team rushing. Like, what are you doing? Josh White is our is your hype man, Grant. Josh White's good. I like he does a good job. Always has something to say. Always got something to say. All right. Um, Jose Ledesma. Been a minute. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself, Grant? I'm doing good. Good to see you. Uh, good you too, man. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, You're dad now. Your voice is like two octaves lower. It's crazy, man. Well, that's because I was doing a whole lot of yelling yesterday. I, I coach. So oh, okay. I, I was doing a whole lot of yelling at the game last night. We lost in overtime, unfortunately. Oh, but yeah. Sorry. Um, no worries. So basically, I want to just talk about this whole 2022 49ers situation because it's a bit messy as we already just started the season. Um, first of all, people, I want to appreciate the commentary team from that game in Chicago because they actually had the pulse on the 49ers on what the team is in week one or at least right now. That No one was talking about how bad Trey Lance was. They were like, literally, why is this team so undisciplined? They're like, Kyle Shanahan needs to get this team right and needs to fix the real problems that are on this team, which is the offensive line especially when it comes to pass pro outside of Trent Williams and the penalties and the fact that you literally allowed the Chicago Bears to stay in the game with Drake Greenlaw having three personal foul penalties on his on himself. Yeah. You know, we got to keep this interesting, man. We're we're killing you. We got to keep you in the game. Come on. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. So it's it's, it's, I think the problems with this team is much more about team uh, team building that Kyle and John have done. And it's much more about Kyle really not having a, a control of this team, which is supposed to be his team. You know, no one really challenges him as like the assistant head coach or anything like that. It's Kyle's team. So Kyle has the same problems that he's been had since he became the head coach, where the team is always undisciplined. We always have bad penalties at the wrong time. It's always a false start in the fourth quarter, down by three, and we got to drive down 80 yards. And it's, it's not a blue guy. It's not a rook. It's always – I mean, it could be anyone. It's veterans. It's it veterans. Yeah. Yeah. So – and then and then it doesn't and help. Kyle, anytime he wants to make a decision, he has to bring, like, 15 vets in and make sure they're okay with it. Like, dude, you're the coach. Make a decision. But I feel like he's created this locker room where a bunch of people feel like it's some opinions. type of a democracy and they get a yeah. vote, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hey, Kyle, I think Jimmy should be the starter. Like, who – 
go play tight end or whatever, whoever it is. Go play right tackle or whoever it is. And, and there's and, and here's the thing. Me personally, I don't think there's a huge problem with, with giving guys uh, opinions, appreciating all that, because there's great head coaches that do that. Like Pete Carroll, when they were winning and had their veterans. And, you know, Andy Reid does that with the Chiefs. Like, there's not a huge problem when you do that. But at the end of the day, there should be a point to where players understand you're the head coach and what you say goes, and you got to drop the hammer. You know what I'm saying? Like, there has to be that distinction between your players and the coaches. Right. And, and, and they you respect do. you like that, that if you make a decision, they're like, all right, well, Kyle said it. That's it. Kyle's right. right. That's my coach. It, but and, I feel and, like, and a lot, though, like a lot of these people on this team are like, I don't know, man. Jimmy, Jimmy's our guy. We don't. And they're like, Kyle doesn't win without Jimmy. Again, Kyle, dude, how, what kind of a hold do you have on this team, really? Because the no, penalties seriously. make me wonder, what kind of head coach are you really? And then not even just the penalties. I, I I feel it's the same thing that we've been talking about for years. Kyle's play calling, man, is what really kills us as an offense, as, as a team, and why we really, in my opinion, lost this game. Once Elijah Mitchell got hurt, Kyle didn't know what to do with the offense. He kind of just threw some plays together, and it really wasn't sticking. It wasn't working. And it just kind of seemed like he couldn't really find something that worked, even though we had Ayuk on a couple of deep balls. Yes, Trey missed Croft on that, you know, a potential touchdown pass in the end zone. But besides that, I feel like he had an okay game. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't Kyle? great either. No, I'm talking about Trey. Oh, Trey. My thing with Kyle is that, like, in week one, a lot of times we say, like, hey, you know, great coordinator, not a great head coach. He wasn't good at either. His team wasn't no, prepared. No. His team wasn't prepared. No. It beat itself. And his play calling, once he got past the script, was bad. Freaking yeah. bad. So, like, Kyle, man, it's time for you to step up. Week two, let's go. You got to do your best. Right, 100%. And I think – and I think – and, and you know, maybe people might not agree with me on this, but watching Jeff Wilson Jr., he just is not the same running back anymore that he used to be. I think I think we should really switch up and go to that young kid, Jordan Mason, and, or even the other young kid, uh, Price, as the other running back. Rotation. Now that we don't have – yeah. There, I want to there's see a whole Mac. I like Marlon Mack too. Give him a chance. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Kyle never yeah. hasn't went to a committee since Raheem Mostert became the running back. Ever since Raheem right. Mostert became a it starter worked. in 2019, he that's never went to a committee again. He always gave it to the workhorse guy. So it was Mostert. Now it's uh, now it's uh, uh, Elijah Mitchell. Like you got to get these other guys involved, or else what was the point of having five running backs on your roster if you're not going to get all these guys involved? Because after Elijah Mitchell got hurt, he just – Kyle didn't know what to do with the offense. He just didn't. And it doesn't help when your offensive line is struggling when it comes to pass pro, especially Mike McGlinchey, the same right tackle I've been saying is the most terrible pass-blocking right tackle in the NFL. It's not even close. And then then you just got 11 penalties for 99 yards, which is totally undisciplined, and you got to be better as the head coach, and you got to be better as a team. And people need to stop pointing the finger at Trey Lance. Like, Trey Lance was the one that had 11 penalties. Yep. Kyle, it's, I'm pointing at you right now. So is Jose. Jose, good stuff, man. Thank you. All right, man. Take care, Grant. Take care. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, CJ Gray. What's going on, Grant? Oh it's, man, you seem down. You seem down. It's just we. Oh, it's been a. I went to Chicago live. That's first off, okay. uh-huh. and so I got rained on, and my team lost, and so that's, that's just. That's just yeah, and and now throughout the week, people are dunking all over my quarterback and stuff like that, and that's not real cool. We kept Jimmy, and the last time we spoke, I was like laying down the gauntlet, get rid of Jimmy, get rid of Jimmy, get rid of Jimmy. Jimmy still because he's probably coming. 
You can see this coming. Yeah. I seen this coming. I'm just like, I don't want this. And, and now Trey's got this stripper video out here, which part of his Trey's persona was the wholesome Sweet. young kid. Sweet. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Parent mama's boy. Like if this so came out before the draft, the Niners would have taken him? Probably not. Because remember, Mac and Jones so, had the 100 mil, 100 mil thing. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so it's just, it's just, it just, it disturbs his image a little bit. And he just had his image of, he just grinds real hard. He just yeah. works hard. He studies and, and all uh-huh. this. Stuff. And then his video comes out. And it might, all that stuff like, might. Oh, no. He's just another line. He's just another 49ers pretty boy who wants to be a part. I mean, honestly, how many quarterbacks in a row of the Niners drafted who are like, you know what? I'm famous and rich and women love me. This is great. Screw. F-. I'm not saying he's like that, but it's like, you know but, what? I kind of like my life. Football's yeah. a little, I don't know. You know, it's like, you I, create, I wonder. It just creates yeah. the perception about yes, it does. that it might not be true. But yeah, not, yeah. goes out there and he doesn't play well. This is right. more ammunition for his detractors, the national media, and stuff to come after I mean, him. They didn't care that this happened in the offseason. People were like, oh, he loses and then he's partying and making it rain. Yeah. It's like, actually, you didn't do your research at all, but no one cares. No one cares. Nobody and nobody cares. And so no cares. he has to go out there. He has to go out there Sunday and ball. He has to stop this conversation right now. Um, just because Kyle Shanahan has a track record with being successful with quarterbacks. And so I just I have to lean towards his high level skill set, the perception of work ethic. I don't know after the stripper video. <laughs> Hold on real quick. So people are saying he has to go out and ball. He has to go out and win. Just a second. So everyone's comparing him to um, Josh Allen and Josh Allen's fourth start. Now he won. OK, he won 13 to 12. He was 10 of 19 for 82 yards and a pick. That's what Josh Allen did in his fourth start. So I'm trying to tell people, like, it could be really bad on Sunday. It oh, yeah, I know. I know it could, it could be. be good. I believe it's it. really bad, though, like and that. you can't overreact. Yeah. But it's just that it's the, the conversation around yeah. this is real is real bad. And like it's you toxic. were stating, when in history has somebody taken somebody high in the draft like this, given up this much capital, and then kept the incumbent on the team? Never. Ever. When? Never. When does it happen? I can't it doesn't, find you know why you know why it's never happened? You know why it's never happened? Because it's stupid. It is. And it's that's stupid. why I said that Jimmy was gonna be gone because the keeper yeah. Moreno was that's stupid. why my dad bet me a bottle of wine. He's like, it's insane. They're not gonna be insane. I was like, Dad, uh <laughs> I think there are some, you know, insane mm-hmm. elements running through that organization, strains of insanity. I'm sorry, it's playing out. It's- and then they really host. think they can control the narrative nationwide. Like, what? Are you kidding? It doesn't work that way. <laughs> you might be able to control the narrative with certain outlets locally, but not nationwide. Not in your own locker room. Not with me. <laughs> Nobody. You, know you might Nobody. have KMBR, NBC Sports, a couple, but not the whole country. Because this week has been long. It's been a, a real long week. So he has to and go. Can out you there. imagine what next week would be like if they lose? I almost kind of want to see what happens again. I, I'm curious oh, to man. see what we're life is like. We're gonna have the tortures and pick pitchforks at the stadium if he goes out there and bombs it. And then there's that hole too to the to the rival Seahawks. The Seahawks are looked at as as taking Jed, a step back. Think they lose? Think Jed tweets something if they lose? He Unacceptable might. performance. 
I love how intense football gets right away. You know, like a few weeks ago, it's, you know, joint practices and everyone's great. They lose week one. Everyone's like, oh, my God. Oh, we have to win. It's, I love that about football. When you cover baseball, they lose a game in, in, in freaking April. Everyone's like, who cares? Who cares? It's April. We'll just come back, play baseball tomorrow. Anyway, CJ, good call. Good to see you. Are you still there? Well, it was a good call. I, I thought it was terrific. Edgardo says, do you think Kyle's dad helps write the opening script? Yes, that's why it's good. But when Kyle's uh, on, but when it's on Kyle to perform, he folds. I do. Are you? I mean, I would think. I mean, if I were Kyle, I would, I would run it by my dad. Why would you not? That's a great resource. So yeah, I think Kyle probably has a lot of people he can he can use his resources for the game plan. What's up, Chris? What's going on? What's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I mean, um. Uh... I was not surprised that they lost. I was not surprised. Tell last me. year, last year when we played them, we had a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo. Not saying that he was the reason why they won, mm -hmm. but then it took. I mean, they were with us neck and neck all the way through, and then it took a Debo ninety-five yard yep. to go ahead and get the touchdown. Right. And then it was and it all that, that Elijah Mitchell thing where he got hit at the four and like carried a pile four yards into the a lot of like really superhuman efforts in that game just to squeak out a win over the bears yeah yeah and um but but my thing is just just real quick this is my thing our front office is really looking like our team meaning that we can do things right up to a certain point yeah. because jimmy garoppolo would do everything right but then at the biggest of moments when you really got to come up big we don't right Jimmy should have been gone. Yeah. First thing. Honestly, thing he should have been gone last year. You trade for Trey Lance, Jimmy, you're gone. You're gone. This, and if this we need to bring the quarterback, it's someone else. It's not Jimmy. See, this is the thing. John Lynch has got, he has got to know better. He was a former player. Yeah. How on God's name do you turn it around and say, you know what? Yeah, um, this is a great situation. He should know better as a as, as, as a GM and as a John, player. You've been in locker rooms. You know how it works. Come on, John. You should know. Yeah, yeah. And, and the only reason why nobody traded for Jimmy is because they knew the 49ers had to cut him. But they, like I said before, they aren't doing football business. They're just doing business. And that's not how it works. And I mean, it's it, I mean, you could have gotten offensive linemen. You couldn't gotten so much more with that cap space, but you decided to hold on because you weren't going to trade him. You were just holding on to your bag of something that nobody else wants. The only person, the only person in the media that is rocking really the truth right now that I have felt is one Joy Taylor. She, she crushed it. She was like, this is what you get with a rookie quarterback. This is what happens. He's yeah. going to make mistakes. Yeah. You know, and the, and the whole media has turned on him. When they all these kids got drafted, everybody, especially Colin, I'm upset with him. He said maybe it has something to do with the daughter. Don't know. But what he said, this is what he said. He's like, Trey Lance is in the best situation. They've got all this talent. He's in the best situation. And now they're turning around saying, oh, well, now he has to do this. Now he has to do this. You know, he can't be support. It's pick a side. Right. Pick a side. Right. So, so when they say he's in the best situation, that's code for he's not allowed to be to make mistakes. 
he's not allowed to be a young quarterback. He ha- If he's not Patrick Mahomes right away, he has to stop playing. And it's, to me, it's like people that want him to fail. Everyone knows that he's a project. Everyone knows if he works out, he's going to take the Josh Allen trajectory. But no one wants to give him a chance. He can't play. He has to keep sitting. He has to learn in practice. That's not how Josh Allen got better. If you do yeah, that it, to and never let him play, then he's probably never going to realize his potential, and it'll be a freaking shame. And, and that's, that, that's the problem that I have. Why is Josh Allen getting all this leeway? You know, he's going to grow with the team. He's going to do this. But then Trey Lance has to get the benefit of the doubt. Like, he can't learn with the team. Like, he can't grow. Like, he can't do these other things. I mean, it's just – I mean, it's like, you know, when they talk about the game, they don't mention that we were up 10-0. Debo goes down and fumbles the ball. They right. don't mention that all the all the points that they score were off of the defensive side of the ball. It's right. like nothing that this kid does is right. And it's right. sad. And the problem is, yeah. And the problem is, this is all, all on John Lynch. They created this because usually, usually when a when a when a quarterback is young and he plays, people focus on the positives. Hey, he did this. Look at that. Third start, yeah. encouraging. And that's how I, I gave him a B. I was like, wow. I mean, those three throws were big time throws. It was a tough environment. I was encouraged. That's usually how you grade young quarterbacks. Everyone else is like, he made one mistake. What a bum. What a yeah. freaking bum. Like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. But he has to be a finished the, product right away. And he's played, he started freaking what, four games since 2019? He's supposed to be a finished yeah. product right away. Yeah. yeah, and, and the, thing, the thing that 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 kills me is that their defensive philosophy is pass rush over everything. We all know that. So wouldn't it behoove you to protect your quarterback by getting offensive linemen if that is your defensive philosophy? Like, right. come like, on. A good pass rush really negates everything, right? That's why you need to protect your quarterback. Chris, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, there's a lot of people that want to call in, but you, you're great as always, man. Thanks for waiting around. I appreciate you. All right, man. You have a good one. All right, Chris. See ya. Victory Jones says, don't uh, don't your find it. Don't you find it funny that the same media that wanted Jimmy gone is the same media that wants Trey can for Jimmy. Is that right? I haven't really noticed that. Is that true? Is that is that is that a fact? Fly guy Ash, man. What's up? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, guy? Chilling, man. What's up with you? Yeah, what's going on? So uh, I got a few things I want to talk about. But the first thing I want to talk about is uh, a little bit with Jimmy. Uh, not even a little bit. Uh, Chris, Chris, you and Chris are just touching up on all uh, on a few other things, but uh, the Niners done turned this whole thing into a nationwide fucking crisis. Yep. Uh, Jimmy should have been going out of here from day one. Uh, yep. They got Trey Lance in here. This kid is amazing. But uh, now all eyes are on him, and uh, all the negatives that he does are outweighing his positives, and I'm not liking it. Uh, Jimmy is QB number two. Uh, I don't know. I really feel like Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy should have been out of here. Uh, I can't do the, the shaky feet. Uh, every time Jimmy get in the fucking pocket, he has shaky feet. Man, it's just so much to talk about. His shoulder surgery, there's no trade market for him. The Cowboys just like that. He can't go there. Like, I don't even know where to start. Yep. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Uh, I know. I know. But it, it, it all started with keeping Jimmy and saying that this is that's going to be okay. Our team can handle it. It'll be great. Nah, man, because you need – people to rally behind Trey for him to have any chance. It's a football exactly. team. You're not a, right now. They're not a team. They have to become a team before they can start winning. And that's why I'm not so confident they're going to beat Seattle. Cause Seattle has rallied behind Gino for whatever reason. That's their guy. And that's going to be their guy this year. The Niners, they have, have like a, an identity crisis. They're having an identity uh-huh. crisis right now. Anyway, uh-huh. 
Yeah, no, definitely, definitely agree with you on that. Uh, my next, my next point I want to talk to you about was uh, just the game. Uh, going into the game one and everything, I I wasn't expecting the conditions to be how they were. I mean, I'm not from Chicago. I don't really know about the weather and shit like that, but the weather out there was was I mean was was crazy. Like I've played football before and just I understand what it's like playing in the rain, but that shit was crazy. I mean, they gotta they gotta they gotta give the kids some credit. Like I mean, what do you expect from the go up there and do? And uh, I mean, he was I, eight I, I for fourteen like with a drop in the first three quarters. That's good. Play play fucking amazing. Yeah. So it, it, it really wasn't even on Trey. It wasn't on Trey. It was about all them goddamn penalties and shit. Yeah. And that's also on Kyle, too. When it comes to discipline and, like, the whole locker room, the locker room was not fucking disciplined. Like, the whole Jimmy shit, I feel like the whole Jimmy shit got everybody, got the whole team head fucked up. Like, we shouldn't we shouldn't be having these crazy, we had, like, 10 penalties for yeah. almost, what, like, 100 yards or something like that? Like, yeah. that's, 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 that's absurd. That's absurd. That, that, that's, that's really crazy to me. Uh, yeah, that's crazy to me. My next, my next one I want to talk to you about is uh, we need to win this fucking game against Seattle. This is Fly, man, stop cursing, man. That's enough. You are cursing a little too much. You, I know you're excited right, though. It's all good. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Right. My bad. I don't want to. I don't. I, I don't want to get you demonetized. My bad. Uh, we we really need to beat Seattle. Uh, Seattle is our rivalry. Uh, they play well. They know how we play. But uh, I really feel like it's time for us to cook them up. Danny Gray come out the woodworks uh, with some deep balls. Uh, George Kittle getting in this offense. I hope I hope George Kittle can play. I mean, he practiced this week, so that's that should be a good sign. Uh, you know, he didn't practice last week. I knew he wasn't gonna play last week. You know how that goes, but he practiced this week. We'll see. Do you think Kittle got a shot at playing or? I think he does. If he practiced yesterday, I'd be surprised if they kept him out. I guess it depends how how hard it's raining. They'll probably look and see if it's safe. Fly guy, I got to take a couple more calls before the show's over. Thanks for calling in, man. Good stuff. Yeah, definitely, man. Of course, of course. All right, man. Appreciate it, man. Mr. Blue Magic, man. That's a name brand. What's up? What's going on, Brent? Brent, first, I'm gonna keep this short. Okay. But um, I love your takes. I love the fact that whether you are a fan or not, I, I still believe you'd keep the same energy. You don't look you 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 you've you've been on play the kid, but you haven't you, you haven't let him slack. Right. You pointed right. out his deficiencies. Right. So I want to touch three points. Sure. The media, Kyle, and Kyle is a coach. First off with the media, Trey Lance is getting crucified not because of his doing. Trey Lance is getting crucified. Oh, first off, Niner Nation. Nice. Got to have the Niner stuff. Nice. Trey Lance is getting crucified because of his situation. Yep. Had Trey Lance been on a team that didn't have a roster the way it was, Nobody would be tr- talking about him. They would be praising right. his ability to move the ball downfield. It's true. Correct. What I will say is that's the most Skip important ben- point. That's the most important point. Let's yeah. let's linger there for a second. He's getting crucified because of the situation the Niners created. If he were anywhere else, people would just be focusing on the good things he did and be like, you know, he's a project. We'll check in on him in a couple. Literally, of years. literally, yeah. he has a Super Bowl. He has a Super Bowl winning roster. He's supposed to be the the team is supposed to, but the team. And and this is this is this is where the media has created this. The team hasn't hasn't bailed him out like they bailed out Jimmy. And I'm not here to bash Jimmy. I'm not a Jimmy fan. I never was. I didn't like picking him. I didn't like giving him that contract after garbage time wins. But I'm not gonna bash Jimmy. 
Trey is in a very unfortunate situation. We're going to go to Kyle. Kyle is not a great head coach. No. Hot take. Kyle's not a great head coach. Kyle no. shouldn't be a head coach. Ooh. Kyle is a great offensive coordinator. Okay. Let Kyle worry about yeah. scripting plays yeah. and calling them. Everything Real else, quick. he... Real quick, it seems like to me there's very few people who are good at both being a head coach and calling plays. Very exactly. few. And I don't think he's one of them. Now, I, don't I don't think he's I one think of them. He, I think yeah. as an offensive coordinator, the way he schemes runs, he if you just give him an offensive coordinator spot and let him focus solely on that, Kyle would be the greatest offensive mind. Yeah. But as a head coach, he can't juggle the, the, the command of the locker rooms and 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 we have been undisciplined since Kyle has gotten here. That's right. That's right. As as far as the media goes with the whole Jimmy's a winner, Jimmy has been on a winning team. He has had he's been on a team that has had winning seasons. It's not because of Jimmy. What other quarterback would have had a leash like this? He's like Jared Goff in the, on the Rams. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Yeah, he, you, they, you put he, Jimmy on Detroit, tell me he's a winner. You, you can't put Jimmy anywhere and tell me he, he's the reason that the team won. And that's the natter, narrative that the media keeps trying to push. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy took them. Jimmy didn't take us anywhere. It, in, in three playoff Jimmy games, Jimmy, Jimmy, was, was Jimmy, had, Jimmy had less than 300 yards, two or three turnovers, and maybe a touchdown. We won two playoff games. With yeah. Jimmy come with Jimmy throwing for less than 150 yards, that is not a quarterback that is leading you in the postseason. No. Which is why no one wanted there's there was never a market for him. And I mean, Jimmy was smart. I said John should trade him right now because he's healthy and cheap. I, people still don't want him. Exactly. And 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 you had you have a couple. You had Skip Bayless. You had Nick Wright. And I forgot who challenged Acho. But they all made the same point. Y'all keep saying Jimmy's great. The rest, the rest of the league told us he's not. No one traded for him. Even before they knew about the surgery, no one wanted Jimmy, especially at that price. Right. Grant, I love you and your father. I love everybody you bring on. I've literally subscribed to other channels because of seeing them here with you. I love that. Hey, where are you calling from? I'm calling from New Jersey, originally from New York. Love it. My dad's from, well, you know, my dad's from Brooklyn. I know. So I, makes me an honorary uh, New Yorker. Absolutely. And, and it's another reason why I love your dad, because your dad grew I'm from Brooklyn. I'm 40. I'll be 41 this year. So your dad has seen a lot more of Brooklyn changing. Yeah. But your dad's a real one, and you can hear it yeah. and see it in his passion. Love the Coens, non a nation. And, and listen, Nana faithful, we got it. We 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 can't start being like these Cowboys fans, okay? We are going to have a lot of ups and downs. These so-called layup games are trap games. Yep. Seattle looked Seattle looked good, and they we and if we go in the same yeah. way with the Bears. Granted the conditions, granted the blown. The, Kyle not only can't get his teams ready the start of the season, 
But the teams also, hearing all this hype from the media of how great our roster is, we go into games believing, ah, we're going to run through them. Yep. And, and then you and, don't. And then what happens? Yeah. And, and yeah. I swear, for the love of me, I cannot stand Nick Bosa's attitude. Mm. When I seen him in, in, in these press conferences, when I hear him talk to the media, he is so smug. He's not a team guy. For as talented as he can be, he's not a team guy. And this is this goes back to coaching. A lot of just because we have great players, they're giving these leashes that affect the rest of the team. Right, let, let's stick with Nick Bosa for a second. You call him smug. He said something before the season that really rubbed me the wrong way. He talks like he's the coach of the team. And he comes out and he says, you know. We're going to be fine this year with Trey. Our team is so good. We're so good that all he has to do is not mess it up. So what he essentially said was, we're above reproach. If we lose. It's because of Trey. It's because of Trey. That's what he did. And he, he, thought, he, he thought he wasn't saying that, but that's what he said. And it's and like, you said it, and you said it when, when, he yeah. first, when he first made that statement, you made a great point. It's not what you say, but it's how you say it. And if you know, and if you know that it's going to be a learning curve, because once again, we can even even if we take away what Kyle did last year, not playing him, you still have to take into account Trey has played less than any quarterback coming ever. out ever. There was a pandemic. So as a, so as a team, as a team, if if your admirations is the win. You're supposed to take everything and put that shit to the side. Yeah, we love Jimmy. He's great. He buys us gifts. He looks good. He's on. He's in commercials. He should be a model and all this. If I want to win, I don't care who. And I played. Mm -hmm. I ain't make it far, but I, I, I played competitively. I didn't care who was at wide receiver. I, I played running back. I didn't. I played. I returned punts. I returned kicks. I was a gunner as well. I played a little free safety. I was on the field almost every down. I didn't care who I didn't like on the team. I didn't Whoever care the best chance to win the Super Bowl. That's it. That's it. That's, and that's it. The thing like, oh, well, Jimmy gives you the best chance to win. Jimmy gives you a 0% chance to win the Super Bowl. So what are you doing? Literally. Literally. We had to. We literally have to fight every year that we make the playoffs. Yeah. In spite yeah. of Jimmy's mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if we can win a, a playoff game throwing eight times. Oh wow, we did it! How did we do that? That was amazing. <laughs> but Jimmy, and, no. and those are the, those are the things. Yeah. Those are the things that 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 these media heads always leave out. Right. Oh well, Jimmy's a winner. Jimmy's a winner. Yeah, he 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 was on. Think about all the think about all the guys who never see a snap. Well, then they're winners as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. They have Ross winning Welly. records. Ross Dwelly is the ultimate winner. Just having exactly. him on your team. Blue Magic, I got to take a few more calls before I end the show, but that was that was a GOAT call right there. That was great. Good stuff. Anytime. Leave it to a guy from New Jersey to just drop the mic like that. That was just phenomenal. Kingdom One Wrestling says 49ers play three division games in the first nine weeks. If they start like they did last year, could the season be over halfway through? Um, I don't know. I I, I don't know. That's a, that's a I'm not going to project that far ahead. Route Runner, thank you. Niners got two teams, the Jimmy team and the Trey team. And if you got two teams, you got no team, right? Isn't that how it isn't that the saying? 
Jonathan Chavez says Colin Coward straight hater. Guess he's hurt too. Yes. Okay. Um, BX Niner for life, man. What's up? Hey, what's up, Grant? How you doing? Love the show, man. I'm doing Thanks, good. Man. Doing good. Uh, got somewhat of a cons- like a tin foil hat type of theory going on Love with it. Garoppolo. Love it. Um, I was thinking about it. I told you a while back that you know Jed and everybody saying they had the money to keep Garoppolo and everything. Then this offseason, they gave him permission to go and look for a trade. He went and got surgery, screwed himself over. Mm-hmm. What if it wasn't that the Niners decided to go to him and say, hey, let's cut your salary. We'll keep you here. We'll put you as trades backward. What if he went to the Niners and said, listen, I'm not finding anything out there. Yeah. What can you do for me to keep me here and bless me? Why you think there's a no trade clause and all those incentives to make 18 mil versus the six that he's guaranteed. Maybe he wants to be here. Yeah. Maybe because he's like, you know what? I, I'm, I'm betting against Trey. He's going to struggle. I'm going to get a chance and I'll play better on the Niners than I would play anywhere else. Cause I know this team. I got Kittle. I got Debo. Those are my guys. I'm not going to put up numbers anywhere else. Like I would here. Let me stay here. Possible. Possible. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's comfortable. And like you said on a, a previous podcast. And then also, real quick, every day that he doesn't play and Trey loses, the legend of Jimmy Garoppolo grows. He's great. He's, he's great. He would have won that game. And he was elite. It's like, did he improve just because he didn't play? It's almost like that's happening. There's no legend with Jimmy Garoppolo. There's a legend with the Niners. Yes. As a team. When they yes. come together as a team and put in their team play, that's the legend. It's not Garoppolo. Garoppolo's winning percentage and win-loss percentage is because of his backup behind him his offensive line his wide receivers his tight end his running back his gameplay his defense if it wasn't for our elite defense garoppolo would have been 14 and 34 versus 34 and 14 that's right that's right he's not a starting caliber quarterback he's been proven that all over the team has been carrying him on his back and making him look good if he were that, a starting caliber quarterback, the fact that he's healthy and on a backup salary right now, teams would be tripping over themselves to trade for him, right? I but agree. He, but he's not a starter, and he's pretty much getting paid exactly what he should be getting paid. And people are like, do we need a backup? No. It's a, it, no, it's true. No. Yeah. What, is, is, uh, I believe I also heard you talking about um, him going to Dallas. Or I heard somebody about someone talking about him going, going to Dallas. Yeah. Dallas ain't going to do it. Dak is now, I heard. Four weeks versus the six weeks. Okay. Yeah, forget that. Versus six weeks. Four weeks. Why are you going to bring somebody to take over for four weeks? You know what they should do then? Cut him. Who cares? I agree. They need to get rid of him because I and just like you were saying earlier, I agree. Ever since uh, Jimmy was officially the backup and he's on the practice squad and he's warming up with Trey, throwing side by side with him. And the first game, first half of the game, Trey was doing beautifully. I'm yep. sorry. For me, the game was going smoothly for him for the first two and a half quarters. Then it went downhill. Our yep. defense fell asleep. They went to bed, just like you said on a previous one. They weren't ready for a full 60-minute game. No, they were not. No. They were not at all. N- neither was our offense. After the se- uh, second half, which is where we normally wake up and destroy teams, we did it in the first half somewhat. Second half, we were okay. And then we felt, we went to bed. Yeah. Our defense, forget about it. They got lost. Don't know what happened. Yeah. 
That's my ten hat theory the with Garoppolo up in week two. I'm expecting them to show up in their home opener seat, uh, week two. They better. Oh, I I hope so too because I have them on my fantasy as my defense. Nick <laughs> <laughs> said they were going to carry the team all the way this year. So let's see it, Nick. They've done it the past few years. They can do it. Now you got to do They've it. They've done right it now. Yeah. Yeah. They got to. Right, Niner for life. Good call, man. All Thanks right, for Yep. Later. Later. All right, guys, I got to end the show. Jodeci, I know you've been waiting for like an hour, but you smoked like three blunts on camera, man. No, no, I mean, you know, have a good one. <laughs> I can't have you on the show like that, man. I mean, just come on next time. You're so high. I appreciate you, though. Hey, have a good one, man. Uh, Smack Jones, sorry I didn't get you, man. Get, I'll, I'll get you first next time, man. I got to get to the gym before the day ends. Have a good one, everyone, and stay in school.